Are you ready to dive into the powerful truth the kingdom of heaven has for us? Let's join our host, Ruth Hendrickson, for Real Truth with Ruth as we dive into the Word of God. Hey everyone, it's great to be with you again today, and we have a special treat today, just one of my all-time favorite people. I haven't known her very long, but I'll tell you, it's like we met and we immediately connected, became friends. We live way too far apart, but um, I just love this girl. I want to introduce you to Jamie Lynn Walno and tell you a little bit about her. She and her husband, Lance, live in the great state of Texas. That is a direct quote from her. And they live in the great state of Texas so that they could be near their families. And they both have a desire to see the generations walk in God's ways. And they are family oriented. I mean, they see the value of family and they love spending time with their families. And that's one of the things that Jamie Lynn and I often talk about is the families. And I just love hearing the stories uh, Jamie Lynn is the host of a podcast called Set Apart Time with Jamie Lynn Walnow, and also a show called The Next America, where she shares solutions to modern day issues. She is a member, of course, of International Young Prophets because she is a prophetic voice, which is amazing. And I just found out that she has her first book in the works. It's coming out May of 2021. So make a note on your calendars. Note that to look for her book. And it is called Holy Revolution. And oh my gosh, Jamie Lynn, we so need a holy revolution. So let's just start right there with that book. Like what's what's behind it? What, you know, what did God plant in your heart? And and give us a little snippet, an idea of what the book has in it. Well, first of all, I love you. Thank you for having me on. I'm super excited about this, um, that you are, you're such a profound voice to all generations and you're so pure and you're such a powerful leader and mentor and you serve people really well. And I love you. Um, I really, I really am happy to be here. So Holy Revolution is a book that the Lord, it was the first word I ever got from the Lord in 2006, that it was like the first direct word from the Lord I got. I sat up in bed and I heard you're going to be an author and a speaker. And it didn't, it felt heavy because it came from the Lord. And I was in undergrad. I was in college at the time and I was just learning about the Holy spirit and all this. So it was really profound to hear him directly like that. And come 2021, the book's being released. So it was like, it's, it's like, it's like that special baby. You're like, wow, but I didn't want to do it until it was really time. And I'm so glad I didn't just do it then. <laughs> There's no telling what it would have been, but Holy Revolution is birthed out of an encounter I had in 2017. And I was directing at Upper Room here in Dallas. And it was, I, I was hit with the, the fear of the Lord and the Holy Reverent presence of God. And wow. he shook me. And it's in it, this story's in the book, but it, it's an encounter that changed my life forever. And it, it resulted in me being on the floor for three hours. And Jesus took my heart out of my chest, put a new one in and said to keep your heart strong and powerful mm-hmm. and perfect as it is now water it with my spirit and feed it with my word. And, and it kept the encounter was so multifaceted and, and deep, but you know, that really was the moment where he set me apart for holiness in this, this message of holiness, which I've always desired Mm -hmm. since I was little, but instead of it being law, it's become relationship and a place of love and adoration for who he is. And it's completely liberated me from darkness. So I wanted to share that in this book and empower men and women to live a life 
that is set, set apart with him to protect everything, to be a warrior, to be on the winning team with God and to go occupy the land Wow, that's in, so in good. every way possible. Yeah. That's so good. So a couple things you mentioned, like the timing component, you're so glad that you didn't release it. Like when it was, when the Lord first began to speak to you about it, can you talk to us some about the importance of that timing component? Cause I think that's something that we don't understand. The body of Christ really doesn't understand. We can have a word, but with that word, we have to be very sensitive to the time. Yes. I think, I think what's so beautiful is the Lord gives us these prophetic words through others or directly, or maybe we read his word and we just witness with something, a, a part of our call. And we're in such a, I mean, we've heard this. How many times have we heard where we're in a generation where it's like now, now, right. you know, it takes mm -hmm. three seconds to load a screen and you X out because it wasn't fast enough. Whereas when I was little, the internet just came out and it was normal to wait like 15, 20 minutes for your computer to boot up. Uh -huh. And you just sat there. You know what I mean? It was yep. like, that was, we didn't was know. Normal. To, yeah. We didn't know to be impatient then. Right. And, and now we're living in this generation where it's like, me, 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 I, I, now, now, now kind of thing. And so I have learned that, you know, I, I graduated grad school with the master's in communication and a lot of pride and entitlement. I was ready to have the mic. I thought, I am ready to preach. I'm ready to blah, 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 you name it. And little did I know that the Lord took me on a journey and I was in this corporate job, miserable. He gave me a dream, showed me to quit my job or I'd get fired. And he was calling me to paint full time. That mm -hmm. wasn't a desire of mine to paint full time, by the way. And I didn't believe in myself because it was about me at the time, <laughs> of course. <laughs> and it led me to starting the children's ministry at Upper Room Dallas, where I was learning to equip people, like mm -hmm. adults, by equipping children. I was learning to be childlike and trust that what God said he meant. He showed me how to fast, how to pray, how to stand until he did what he said he was going to do. And then he took me back to art full time, back into children's ministry. And then he started doing the media thing, which I always dreamed of having a show since I was a little girl. And I'm 33 now. Mm -hmm. But if I would have written that book then... I didn't understand the weight of being held accountable for every idle word. I didn't mm. understand. I didn't have maturity and depth. I didn't have, I would have cared how many people bought it. I would have cared how successful it was. Um, I would have been doing everything in my own strength. I, there's no telling what quote unquote worldly wisdom would have been in the book. I was not right. in a place where it was ready. And I came to this time recently where it was like, this is the hour and talk about prophetic words coming in like, Hey, you were supposed to write this book. And it was like, okay. I mean, I would, I was waiting till the 11th hour to like finish it and write it, but he birthed this message in me. So in 2017, he gives me this encounter and it was my commission into living truly like in a moment, everything, my whole life changed from this encounter. I was not the way I came into the counter was not the way I came out. It was wow. very different and transformative. In three hours, he did in that three hours, It was game changing a game, game changer. And, and then it took me to Patricia King. God took me to Patricia King ministries for three months to do an internship and right after that encounter. And so God had a plan for me. And I feel like he gave me something in 2017 to mm -hmm. marinate in, to live in, to then have language, to be able to communicate and share and invite all generations into this lifestyle of freedom and liberty that can only be found in him. So I did not know what I know now. Mm -hmm. over you know what 15 years ago however long 14 years ago 
I, there's no way I could have, I could have, and it wouldn't have drawn people to him, I don't think. Like, okay. yeah. I don't know what I would have pointed them to. So for anybody listening, it's so important to, to lean it, be led by the Holy Spirit. Let him take you on those journeys, you know, like David, you know, <laughs> being told he was, but then like, what all did he do between then and the time he actually became yeah. king? <laughs> like, yeah. You yeah. know, it's, this, he gave us the Bible to teach us, to lead us, to correct us, to help guide us where we are now. So we can muster up in our own strength, but mm-hmm. I think if we don't embrace the journey, then we won't have the character to be able to handle what he gives us down the road. And I'm sure That's- in 10 years, I'll read this book and be like, <laughs> isn't that uh, true for all of us it's like when we talk about a journey you know and, and we look back to things that we've preached or things that we've said or things that we've written that are in print forever you know we it's oh yeah yeah I don't know yeah. yet so in 10 years I'll I'll, I'll come back and be like oh, <laughs> isn't aren't you glad that God gives us a lot of grace and mercy like he calls us into this journey and, and he doesn't say we're going to get it a hundred percent right. He invites us on a journey. You know, I love that. And it does say, be holy as I'm holy. So I think we mm-hmm. need to throw out the idea that we like Jesus literally came to show us how to live. He was tempted as yep. we're tempted. And the failures yeah. come when we give into the temptation of a exactly. thought, a critical thought, a, you know, slipping up, sinning, whatever, whatever it is. But when we, w- in, in these, these failures prepare us for that, that dream. And mm-hmm. I think by the time the dream comes, it's, it's the fear of the Lord is what's wrapped around it. Not yeah. it's to me right now. I feel the fear of the Lord over this book, yep. what I'm stepping yep. into in media. Like, <laughs> it's not like I would just got off the phone with a friend and I was like, I don't know if I want this. I don't know mm-hmm. if I want this call. And yeah. you know, then all these prophets are like coming in. They're like, genuine. And I see you blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know that I want what I've always wanted. (laughs) I don't know that I do because I, I don't want to stop discipling people, leading them to Jesus. If Mm -hmm. if this keeps me from being hidden in him, even if it doesn't look like I am, I don't want it. Right. So I don't know, but I couldn't have said that had I just dove into writing a book and building my own dreams and trying to win an Oscar or whatever, whatever I wanted. (laughs) I love that. I love your, I love your vulnerability and your honesty, because we do have to reach a spot where we're not looking at not the numbers. We're not looking at the fame. And actually it's funny how he can place a dream on our heart. And then when it starts to come to pass his way, we're not sure we want it because yeah. suddenly we realize the price, we realize the potential pitfalls. And so, um, you know, I found that that same thing. I mean, as I stand, I'm like, who am I? I I got nothing. Like suddenly we have, we have nothing to give because it's all about him. That makes me feel better to hear that. This is such a (laughs) raw place to be interviewed. And I'm like this, I mean, I mean, I'm like in this book, I'm like, we, I talk about, it's not okay to normalize homosexuality. It's not okay Mm -hmm. to normalize lust and sex Mm -hmm. outside of marriage. It's not okay to normalize immodesty in our culture and sexualizing Mm -hmm. everything like and and I know people will come at me for it I know know, but the words are baseline not my opinion yep yep they're in scripture it's it's God's it's God's mandate which which leads me to a question I've been toying with the idea of asking you so are you ready okay so this How do we speak truth? Like those, those issues of homosexuality and all the other, I mean, there, there's a whole, you know, 
um, living together outside of marriage, just, you know, that there, we could, we, there's, there's all sorts of things that we can, we can, you know, pull apart, but in a culture that doesn't see an absolute truth anymore, that doesn't have a moral standard, that's lost its moral compass. How do you, what ways have you found to, to effectively speak into that when there's an absence of truth within the culture? We cannot know truth if we do not have relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And you can't have relationship with God if you don't know his word. Mm-hmm. And prayer to me is relationship with God. It's not right. just speaking. It's also listening. And I think that that's why in that encounter, the water with your spirit and feed it with my word, that was, he wants relationship with us. Mm-hmm. So Paul somewhere, somewhere um, <laughs> has something about, uh, you know, where to address believers and non-believers differently. Right. Mm-hmm. Somebody who doesn't know God doesn't know that that's not okay. Right. And so we have to meet people where they are just as he has met us where we are mm-hmm. with love. But that doesn't mean that you can say, oh, it's okay that you're doing what you're doing. That's not our, our job. Our opinion doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. When we can constantly point people to the man Jesus and to the word of God, he will mm-hmm. reveal it. Now, if there's a believer who knows it's wrong and is doing it, then we say something. And it's so extreme in the word that when that person who knows the Lord is not following him, you're not to do life with them. Like in the right. sense of like, they know it's wrong. I mean, it's intense. And that's like, mm-hmm. what? That's like, so not my flesh nature to want to ever do that. Right. But when somebody knows they shouldn't be doing it and they're doing it over and over and over mm-hmm. again, and you have come to them the way that we are called to come to them, then you're not to run with them. I mean, it's that extreme. That doesn't mean you stop praying for them. That doesn't mean you judge them or criticize them because nobody's too far gone ever, ever, ever from being able to turn their heart to the Lord. And so that becomes your prayer mandate. I know my mom's best friend and I did a fast together in 2012 for for families at Upper Room. And her husband was an atheist. Mm -hmm. What The kids were all spirit-filled believers. Christians and they were not allowed to talk about God. Well, in this fast, we prayed for her husband mm-hmm. and think about it. They've been married for over 40 years and we're fasting and we're praying and we have fasted and prayed for him so many times. He had put divorce papers on the table during the fast and she laughed because she was holding on to the word of God. And just this month in 2019, in December, sorry, I'm putting a date to this, but <laughs> in, 20, in 2019 of December, he got baptized and gave his life to Jesus. Wow. And, that's so and good. On the back end of what do we do? We pray, we fast, and we do not stop believing right. God's heart for somebody until we see it. And, and I'm not telling people to cast people out of their lives. That's not what I'm saying, mm-hmm. but we need to be rooted in the word. And it even says to be prepared to share the gospel with gentleness and kindness yes. Yes. when the time yes. come to always be prepared. So if they don't see Jesus in you, they're never going to want him. And he's not, mm-hmm. he's not hitting us over the head with the Bible. And what the Bible says, if they don't have relationship with him, then they, they're not going to know. So I don't know if that answers your question, but that's how I feel about it. No, I think that's really good, especially with they're not going to know, but it doesn't yeah. love says that we, we, we find a way, pray for a pathway to have conversation, to begin to lead them to the Lord, not that we say what they're doing is okay. And so when we have a culture that also says, you don't love me, 
if you don't agree with me. You know, we've kind of lost the agree to disagree, but we have to model that. It's so true. And right now um, we're seeing a generation that hasn't been discipled well here. Mm -hmm. And the great, the great commission, my goodness, Jesus from his mouth said to teach people to go into the nation, to go out into the world, make disciples of all Mm -hmm. nations, to teach them what I have taught you and to obey all my commands. So there's a level of like, are, have we even led them to this place? Have we even invited them into this place? Because it's not going to happen without conversation, but sometimes that's right. Sometimes it, it, with each person, God just loves us creatively and uniquely. Uh-huh. The spirit of God can lead us and show us how to have those moments. Like you're saying the window of opportunity. Right. And when you are praying for somebody, this is another key. You can't be frustrated and judgmental or critical towards somebody you're praying for. You, you fall in love word. with somebody, mm-hmm. even if they don't know it. And he can't help but show you how to love them well or serve them well. And then bam, it happens. And, and he's faithful to that. So I think that's a, a big key is praying for people in those situations until you have the heart of God for them. And it should be loving and kind towards them. You know, that, that's a great point because let's talk about the power of prayer. Because yeah. I really feel like the body of Christ has lost focus, especially like it's out all over the place right now. It's like, wait a minute, people. What about prayer? What about the power of prayer? Even if everything looks like it's going horrible, things aren't, you know, things are not aligning with the word of God. Things may not even be aligning with numerous prophetic words. What about the power of prayer? Why are we stepping back rather than stepping in and seeing through heaven's perspective? Yeah. So can you share a little bit about that? I love how you contended for your mom's friend for that. And, and that's one of the things you prayed, prayed, prayed. She prayed for like 40 years, you know, fast. There was a perseverance in there. Yes. And I mean, I mean, do you feel like we've kind of lost the, the power of prayer and the perseverance of prayer? And, you know, I am, I am in a community that prays. So no, but I can see we are publicly seeing the fruit of people who have lost that and you can see and tell by what comes out of their mouth Mm -hmm. and I feel I had a dream years ago that I was running from the cops and I didn't know what I was carrying that like I knew I knew something I didn't know I was carrying something I didn't know and I found my dad who represents the father and I was like what why am I being chased by the cops what do I know that I don't know that I know he was like it's time for you to know what your most powerful weapon on earth is and I was like fire and he was like no And then all of a sudden this helmet comes out of the sky and he puts it on my head and he said, your most powerful weapon on earth is prayer. Amen. So our most powerful weapon on earth is relationship with God. Mm -hmm. That means I come to him because I want, he be, he be, I become a friend of God when I walk in his ways in the fear of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, and when I hear what he wants to do on the earth and I get to partner and agree with him and prayer is, it is praying what's on his heart. It's agreeing with what God yep. said he's going to do. And it's not moving from that place. It, it, it does help us persevere because when the shaking comes, the righteous ones will not be shaken. So if we're That's rooted, right. we are responsible for ourselves with God. And I don't mean that selfishly. I mean, we are not responsible for other people's relationships no. with God, no. but if we are on fire and, and protect this place of prayer, I'm mm-hmm. not talking about praying for yourself. I was in a season of that where I was like exhausting and I got annoyed And then I started praying for other people in my early twenties. I was like, oh yeah. And when you begin to look outside yourself and start agreeing with God for other people, Mm -hmm. they don't need to know you're praying for them either. Right. Exactly. Sometimes he may have you reach out or whatever, but 
you pray for these people and it changes everything internally for you. It Mm -hmm. changes the way here you begin. I think intercessors are the most prophetic people on earth. They're just not the ones that have the microphone in their hand to share, but they have residents and they have the attention of heaven when they're agreeing and they're listening and they're agreeing. I mean, Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the father, praying for all of us perfectly, all of us. Right. He right. is all our of great us. advocate. Yep. Right. So, so he's praying for the lost. He's praying for the broken. So if we can tune in and say, what are you praying for our nation? What are you praying for this person? Cause I want to uh-huh. agree with you and I want to stand until, because I know you wouldn't be praying that if that wasn't possible. I love that. Cause it takes it from being like our prayer list to his prayer list. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and I just, yeah, it's like, okay, Lord, show me, show me how. And, and so many people have made prayer just rote. And I, I really want to encourage those of you, you who are not gathering together with others, or you don't have this core of, of people who are really going for the wholeness of God and contending in prayer, find somebody. That's one of the things that Jamie Lynn mentioned because of where she's at she's surrounded by people of prayer and that becomes fuel because these coals come together and they burst into flame because of what God does. But yet when we're isolated and, and we're, we're always by ourselves, oh, it's just me and God there, there's times for that, but there's also that we come together and we all need to be in community where we're gathering together with others and just standing on the promises of God. So we can't be swayed. Totally. Yeah. it's oh it's it's absolutely essential and i agree with you i think part of the reason that we're seeing what we're seeing right now is because the body of christ moved away from intimacy with god moved away from the the foundation of the word of god yes and And um we can't have that we can't mm -hmm. have the word try to fit our comfort Exactly. That, that makes no sense. Our baseline is the word of God. It is sacrificial and it's going to become more sacrificial yep. in America, especially to be a Christian and to be that you yep. walking in the standard of heaven in the standard mm-hmm. of the word where you recognize that like Jesus only said what he heard the father say, and he only right. did what he saw the father do. That's insane. How many of us can say that? And I don't mean that critical. Mm-hmm. I don't mean that to be shameful. That's not from the Lord to make us feel that way. It's a right. challenge. Like are we in a place where we can say, I say what I hear the father say, and I do what I see the father doing. That is insane to me. That's an, I want uh-huh. to be in that place. Yep. Because, oh yeah. And that's going to work. I mean, people are going to be coming at you for being a Christian in the mm-hmm. coming days, but will you know him well enough? Be so madly in love with him enough to know, are you kidding me? I love this God. I love yeah. my, I love my friend. I love my Lord. He's holy. He's reverent. And he loves you. I can't move from this place. And then you don't get offended. You begin to pray for the people who are persecuting you and, ble- and blessing yeah. them. And the more people persecute you, the more blessed they're going to be for coming at you. You turn it right around. Yeah. It's yeah. the upside down aspect of heaven. You know, I think yes. Chris Gallatin talks about that, you know, where it's like every, some things in the kingdom just feel like they're upside down and the power of yes. blessing. I mean, the, the body doesn't understand the, that either, like how to, how to release authentic blessing, you know, yeah. onto people, even those who are coming after us. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. Jamie Lynn, I want to wrap this up. It's been so good. I want to thank you for being with us. And so a couple things, number one, how can people get a hold of you? How can people like your I- website or, you know, yeah. 
if you want to join uh, my, like if you want information on my book, go to jamielinwalnow.com and join my email list. And I will okay. be able to connect you. If you go to Jamie Lynn Walnow and it's Jamie L-Y-N and then Walnow, W-A-L-L-N-A-U. And you'll get updates. And I don't, I don't send a ton of emails, but you'll get a few a month. And then Instagram, Jamie Lynn Walnow, YouTube, Jamie Lynn Walnow, all that. You'll find all that on my website. Where do you connect? There we go. And it's L-Y-N. Did y'all hear that? Jamie, L-Y-N, not two N's, not two N's. She has to be different. Okay, L-Y-N. So um, my teachers we were had at- me spelling my name wrong when I was little. They did. So we walked into a conference together. She picks up her name tag and, and I was in charge of the conference. And she's like, oh, thank you for spelling my name right. So it is important, L-Y-N. If you want to find her, it's L-Y-N. So anyways, um, uh, I would love for you to pray for everyone. If you just, however the Holy Spirit leads, I just, if you have a word for, for all of us, re, feel free to release it and just pray us right out. So if you would do that, I would appreciate it. Okay. And also thank you for having me. I love you. Oh. Um, <laughs> Holy Spirit, we love you. And we thank you for your presence. We thank you that you are our champion, our victor, our great leader and teacher and comforter. And I thank you for comforting those who are hurting. I thank you for speaking to those who feel confused and releasing confusion and replacing it with peace. And I thank you um, for showing us Jesus, for leading us to the man Jesus and Jesus for leading us to the Father. You are amazing and we want to serve you. And I ask you, Spirit of Wisdom, to come fill all of us. Come fill us with, with strength and courage to do what you God have called us to do. Would you fill us with wisdom to know what to say, what not to say, how to serve, to know where to put our time to and help us focus on the main thing. And Lord, I thank you for every dream in everyone's heart. I thank you that it will be fulfilled in Jesus name. And I, and I thank you for your wisdom to know the timing, to know the season, to know what to do between now and then, whether it's, you know, being a janitor in a school until you have your talk show or whatever it is, God, the crazy cool journeys you take us on, show us, help us see where you've called us to and to be there fully and, and, and deliver us from, from the, from temptation and evil. We, we don't want to give into that place. So help strengthen us. And as we turn our hearts to you, we love you, God, you're so good. There's nothing in the world that comes close to you. And we thank you. And I declare that we are part of a holy revolution. So thank you for showing us and leading us in that in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So again, Jamie Lynn, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love you so much. You are such a gift to the body of Christ. I can't wait to read your book and I can't wait to see what God does with you in the years ahead because your heart is so tender and tuned to him. And I just want to bless you and Lance and all that God has for you. And um, I, I am excited. I'm honored to get to walk with you and see what all he has. I get a, to a little inside scoop on this. So I just bless you, bless you. Thank you so much for joining us. Again, everyone, if you want to connect with Jamie, just be sure to sign up for her um, mailing list. So just go to Jamie Lynn Wall now and you'll find her. Um, so blessings to everyone again. Thank you for joining us. Have an amazing day and be so blessed. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to comment, like, review, and share it with others to help us reach more people. We also invite you to like and follow Ruth Hendrickson Ministries on Facebook or subscribe to the YouTube channel. We welcome your prayers and financial partnership to make this podcast possible. If you would like to financially support this ministry, please visit our website, ruthhendrickson.org.